the following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I am one half of your host, Jeremy, a.k.a. Black Dante, a.k.a. Confucius, a.k.a. Uh, niggas against co-workers because these motherfuckers got me fucked up, a.k.a. I ain't fighting no damn dragon, man. And I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Yes, it is me, Linda's mom, a.k.a. Why is it snowing all through the south and it's 60 degrees in Denver in December? AKA, y'all have to stop being so goddamn stupid on Twitter. It's not okay. AKA, Drea is now precious mom. Mm mm, 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 <laughs> hey, you got. Hey, we gotta make an addendum today. So instead of shut your fat fat ass up, like shut your fat tail up. Shut your big fat tail up. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to shout out to our our friend, our family, our third member, Trillificent, because he showed us this video. Um, and the way the person say big fat tail is freaking hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. Speaking of, uh, Curtis, uh, was supposed to be here uh, for this episode, but he is, uh, he let us know that he was, uh, feeling under the weather. So hopefully we'll have him back next, uh, we'll have him back next week for his monthly. And, um, and uh, for him, we are going to, um, increase our ain't shitness, um, which is, which is hard to do because, I mean, we ain't never shit, but, we are going to um, dedicate this episode to him, and especially when we get to uh, Black Ink Chicago, because uh, nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. Don't believe us, just watch, nigga. I, oh, listen, first of all, let, let's let's pay bills. Oh, you can find our podcast at our podcast network website, cspn.us. You click that podcast tab. And li- listen to all of our episodes thus far, including this one. We are 20 episodes in, and it just feels like the other day that um, that our uh, one of our biggest supporters uh, at Equality Next on Twitter pitched this idea to me and came to start this shit. And we got the blessing from Classic and Mel when she was with us on the network. And it seems like we just started this shit yesterday, and we are already 20 episodes in. And thank you to everyone that's been rocking with us and supporting us. Um, and if you like um, all of these episodes and all of our other wonderful shows on the CSPN, um, you can support the network. Um, speaking of one, um, our boss man has started a Patreon for the uh, network, and I haven't talked to him on those specifics, but I see him. He, I see him tweet the link from the um, net, the network uh, Twitter page. 
Uh, so uh, yeah, so shout out to us about classic. Uh, really uh, getting his um, his CEO on and getting us out here. Um, and uh, we're going to continue to be uh, like the, 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 the black uh, the black super friends of podcasting. And yeah, support our Patreon and the Old School Fashion Way. Shout with our sponsors. Uh, it's, it costs you no extra penny. It just gives classic a portion of the proceeds. We can pay for the bandwidth to keep this shit free. So you can Keep listening to London's um, cute little voice make appearances on this on this podcast. Correct. Hear the baby coos. Yes. She just got up from a nap. She is eating some fruit, and she is about to watch her favorite movie sing. She loves. And she has learned how to both wave like a pageant princess and the typical bye bye now, and she know how to give kisses. She doing amazing. Doing amazing, princess. But yeah, so um, before we jump in, because it has been a drama-packed kind of a week for reality TV between Real Housewives of Atlanta, Black Ink Chicago, Black Ink New York premiered. Uh, Love and Hip Hop wasn't eh, too much. It, it had a little bit of drama, though. I'm not going to take that away from it. But uh, <clears throat> Twitter has been hilarious this week, Yes. Guys. Yeah. And so a topic, typically around the holidays, uh, Twitter loves to discuss who gets their plate first. Your kids, yeah. your, your imaginary kids, or your imaginary husband. Well, Twitter has upped the ante. This week, a woman said that if her husband and her child was burning up in a building and she had to save one, she would save her husband. Because that's what the Bible says. And the Bible also, and she also feels as though her child could never help her get over her soulmate, but she could always have another baby with her husband. Now, before Candace goes into this, I was. Nuh-uh. I got one more piece. Oh, and then she doubled down in her stupidity and said the only reason that people disagree with her is because they were raised by single parents and they were, they were also being turned into single parents before they were being turned into wives and husbands. I'm done. So, I did not know of this topic um, because uh, this happened during the weekday, didn't it? Uh, I think this happened Sunday night. Okay. Oh, Sunday night. Okay. So, Sunday night, my Sunday nights are usually chock full. Um, I'm either watching football. I'm either watching Real Housewives of Atlanta or I'm watching The Walking Dead. So uh, That's exactly. It happened right after Housewives. So, yeah, that's okay, why you that, missed it. That, Okay, that makes sense. And once my show go off on Sunday, I usually log off of social media because my ass got to get up in the morning for work. And I don't uh sometimes I just don't feel like looking at the stupidity, and this is one reason why. So I caught the back end of it the next morning on uh on Monday on first year's Twitter, and I was like, you know what? This seems like some stupid shit, so I'm just gonna stay out of it because I don't have to have a hot take on this. And now that you have given light on the source of it, <sighs> you know, there's a phrase on Twitter that's called a pick me. Um, and it's usually in reference to a woman that says some either misogynistic shit, some homophobic shit, or what, just overall stupid shit to get the approval of you know, stupid men on Twitter. 
And I don't think I've ever heard, I don't think Pete Me has ever been more appropriate of a, a title than this here because what the fuck? Like, first of all, that ain't no, ain't like we said last week when Mike was, was on here. Also, shout out to Mike. Everybody seen to love that episode last week because, yeah. We got, well, shout out to Mike. That episode, as a matter of fact, I listened to that shit today when I was at work and that shit was hilarious. That shit is uh, funny. As fuck. But, uh, uh, yeah, like, she must have, have been reading from, like I said last week, she must have been reading from the book of Nevadius. Because ain't no damn passion like that in the goddamn Bible. And ain't nothing. Even, like, so a lot of people will Google God, husband, God, spouse, kids, right? That's a, that's a top Google search, right? Yeah. And what comes up is uh, some, some website that breaks it down and says that God should come first. Uh, you should always take care of your spouse and you should raise your kids upright and your kids should honor their mother and their father. It doesn't really give you a specific order. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say, you motherfuckers don't be reading the Bible, so just stop acting like you do because you did a little Google search. You know, right. just just leave it alone. And and even if we think about it logically, I'm going to give us a few points. we just going to move on. But it was so stupid that I was... Almost I'm, amazed, but uh, first off, if you got to choose between your husband and your, and your child in a burning fly, fire, I'm gonna take my child and I'm gonna tell you why. My husband didn't have enough common sense to make sure the smoke detectors was working, so his <laughs> ass can his ass can burn up and he could go to hell. Two, <laughs> two, my child weighs nowhere near as much as my spouse does at any given point in this scenario, right. So Correct. it's going to be very easy for me to grab my kid and go. Correct. Two, the insurance policy on my husband is worth a hell of a lot more than what's on my child because kid funerals are not as expensive as adult funerals. So Correct. me in London is going to be in the Gucci store buying bags and, and luggage in honor of her dad. But and, no. And eating some, am, Cle and some Clevelandian sea bags. Clevelandian. Now nah, we don't have the insurance money, so we're gonna eat some Chilean sea bass. With risotto and a lemon caper sauce. <laughs> and but on the on a more uh on the actual serious note, uh a lot of relationships, a lot of marriages do not survive after they lose a child. So the odds of your relationship working after you chose to save your husband and let your kid die in the fire um it's very slim it's very slim it's very very slim so that in the the girl said she referred to the baby dying in the fire as dying in bliss burning up in a fire is dying in bliss she must be a, she must be a scientologist on the local that's not a lot of shit to scientology but, uh, uh, yeah. she must think she brandy and uh also before we go uh i as a mom, I try not to judge other moms because parenting is literally one of those things where you have to take it one day at a time. One day, it could be amazing. The next day, you're not sure if you cut out for this shit. The next day, you want to, you know, see if you if you could ship your kid off for a few weeks just to get your hair right. Like, that's, that's the crux of parenting. Yes. However. However. Drea... Drea, the 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 semi celebrity who Andrew, was on, Andrew. yeah, yeah, 
who's who has the swimsuit line and was on Basketball Wives and all that. Drea's parenting reminds me a lot of her cooking skills. Um, <laughs> she when it when it comes to her parenting, she has delusions of grandeur, very similar to how she feels about her cooking. Drea feels that she is an amazing chef. She also, on Thanksgiving, Hoomst told her that. But on Thanksgiving, she snapped her whole day cooking Thanksgiving dinner and she marinated a turkey in champagne and she cooked it in a bag in the champagne. And then she made some macaroni and cheese and she used a lot of shredded cheese that never melted. It didn't have enough moisture. Um, She cooked her greens at the same time as she started cooking her ham hock. I mean, it was it was just a lot. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. But if she enjoyed, it, I I love it. But but yeah, uh, yesterday she posted on social media a conversation between she and her oldest son, and he was upset because he had gotten in trouble at school because she refused to sign a paper stating that he had been practicing and reciting his his speech for a history class, and then she continued down this path by saying that. Her son was, uh, the kids in the class are doing these speeches, and I'm pretty sure uh, this speech is going to happen at some point, uh, probably around President's Day or something like that, if, I, if it makes sense to me. So they started rehearsing early, and so over Thanksgiving break, they had to rehearse the speech like twice a day or once a day, every day or something. And every time the parent signs off on the paper saying, hey, my kid rehearsed this speech. Uh, Drea got pissed off and said that she would no longer listen to her son recite the speech. He was, it, it annoyed her that he kept trying to recite the speech to her, and he was harassing her with the speech. Now, again, I missed this. I just caught the back end of it and caught the jokes. But it's one of those things where all she had to do was just sign the damn paper. Like, it took her more time to screenshot their text message conversation post it to Instagram, and then post a long-ass caption to go along with it, and then sit in your comments and reply to everybody who commented on the post and then delete it. Correct. And then, then, then said what y'all think. Like, <laughs> like think on think on this. Or like how Tyrese, when he would do say his head-ass tweets, he would have some caption like, or wake up or man knowledge or some shit like Drea, baby, what you it took you more energy to do all that shit than you could have just with like we did not need to know this. We really didn't need to know this. We didn't. We honestly and, didn't. And and then and then as before we recorded it, Candace updated me that she I, I, I don't think I've seen someone be this wrong and double down and wrong this fast in a long time. So then go ahead, Candace. Uh I guess, so here's the thing. Drea has to be the only black mama in history to be mad at her kid for doing what they're supposed to do in school. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, when you break like, it down that simple, like, though, it's real. Like, when you break it down like that simple, it's like, hey, usually black moms be like, take your little ass to school and do your goddamn work. Hey, Drea, like, well, ain't no work. Don't you bring, don't you bring no more goddamn homework in this house. Look, don't you, no homework house. Don't you bring no more goddamn good grades in this house. What, boy? I raised uh, you back. Right. Like, and I get it. I understand. How Drea felt is probably how a lot of parents feel about 
homework and stuff like that, it gets tedious, it gets monotonous, it gets on your nerves. You you practicing stuff with your kid day in, day out. I get it. It like that's a totally normal feeling. Like it is. It's work. And you know, you like your job, but sometimes your job get on your damn nerves too. Like that's just the way life goes. However, as a parent who brought a kid into the world that did not ask to be brought here. Yes. If that's if your son had to recite that speech 198 times over, you as a parent sit your ass there and listen to that speech 198 goddamn times. That is just what it is. And you give encouragement and you you provide praise to your kid for being diligent about their schoolwork and this assignment. You don't get on social media and invade their privacy and break their trust by posting the conversation where the son was clearly upset about getting in trouble in school and then double down and say that your son was harassing you by having you participate in him doing his homework assignments. Like I am on so many levels. Yeah. It's just trash on a lot of levels. And I, like I said, I try not to call other moms trash because being a, being a parent, it it just, it is a, a job, but I think it's fair to say she had a trash moment. I think that's what she had. She had a very trash, a very very trash moment, and and stuff like that. I feel like is why black kids have a complex about school, and then they go to school, and then we expect the teachers to break down that barrier and that complex that we've instilled in our kids because we don't want to be hands on with their education. Like seriously, teachers can only do their job in the classroom. You have to be a teacher outside the classroom. I agree. So, Drea, you get the tr- you you are truly trash of the week. Yes, we're gonna start that. We had that episode truly. We're gonna make that a thing. We're gonna at least have a truly trash of the week. We're going to make this a thing. The ratchet. Right? Yeah, truly you trash. you you beat out you you beat out Cat and Van and Charmaine and Sky and Duchess. Like you are truly trash this week because you was up against some stiff competition. Right. But, right. But but doing things like that to your kids, it it far outweighs anything that we saw on reality TV this week. Like, honey, be Drea, honey, learn to be as pretty inside as you are outside. Like, you really should work on that. Drea is a beautiful woman. She's she's gorgeous to me. Yes. But her actions and her attitude, they make her so ugly to me. Yeah. And then she did the other thing. Well, said the other thing. No, what did she say? What you told me before we um uh, about the abortion and that that thing? Oh no no no, that wasn't Drea. That was the uh that was the girl who started the died in the fire conversation. Oh okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, uh yeah about that. Um, hey guys, hey. Hmm. So the thing about consensual sex is when you consent to sex as a fully functioning uh adult who is of sound mind and body, which you are saying is, I understand that if we have sex. There's a possibility that pregnancy could occur or I could contract an STD of some sort or STI because nothing when it comes to sex is foolproof except for abstinence, not condoms, not birth control, not dental dam, not plan B, not spermicide, not any of that. If you are having sex with somebody, there's always a chance that you could, uh, that it could lead to pregnancy. With that said, there is no way that anyone, let alone a woman, should be comparing unwanted pregnancies that result from consensual sex to women being raped. No excuse for it. 
you guys just you guys have to stop being dumb as fucking proud because in my day this the people the people who were developmentally challenged stayed in the basement <laughs> in school they, they didn't they didn't try to they didn't try to mix and mingle amongst the rest of us you guys seem to be stunted mentally and proud and that is not okay hide that keep that private if you're gonna be a stupid at least be stupid in private say dumb shit like that amongst you and your friends and, and cackle about it if you find humor in it but don't put that kind of bullshit into the atmosphere when we're already in a time where men love to pretend they don't understand consent right or don't cons- yeah. understand consent and are proud of it. Yeah, that, y- y'all been outlandishly stupid on Twitter. And I just want you to know that I know that you know that you should go and get on the go to the basement and put a helmet on. <laughs> Candace, you're doing amazing, sweetie. But yeah, so that's all I had to say about that. Because because a lot of our following is a lot of our following, a lot of our you know, people, a lot of our supporters on the show are from social media. We, we're building our platforms from social media. So I feel like it's always a good time to interject some of the stuff that we see on social media and either laugh about it or bring awareness to it or, you know, just discuss it briefly before we jump right into the ratchetness. And so with that being said, let's, let's go into Love and Hip Hop New York really quickly because I don't think it'll take long. Um, if you're going to start it off, if not, I know exactly where I want to jump in at. Ladies first. Motherfucking bitch dollars. <laughs> <laughs> my my guy. My that, is a, that is an appropriate name. My nigga. You did that, friend. You did that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting like Big Mama from Soul Food when they cut her leg off? So, first of all, let me say this. Those of you, I I talk about it, uh, I've discussed it on Twitter, but I am a type 2 diabetic. um, So, I understand full well what happens to uncontrolled type 2 diabetics, right? I I understand. I'm a very well-controlled diabetic with a proper diet, under the care of a physician, proper medications, um, I'm very well controlled to the point that I had a very healthy pregnancy and no complications throughout the pregnancy. So I, I I'm about this, you know, diabetes life. I, I know what it takes to live healthy and be a diabetic. Um, with that said, um, do you know how long you have to go neglecting your diabetes for you to die? Right. It takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot. lot. Diabetes does kill people. It does does kill black people. It is a serious condition. But it takes a lot to get to that point. Once you have been diagnosed, it it typically takes uh, six to to eight months for you to get under control if you are following and doing the things that your doctor is telling you to do. So this whole thing with them crying every episode about him being a diabetic and him checking his blood sugar and stuff like that, it's really annoying and it really doesn't do anything to bring awareness to diabetes because a lot of people live with diabetes. And while it has been linked to obesity, if you notice, Rich is not a fat guy. Correct. 
He has, according to his mom, he has a very, very, very long family history of diabetes. Right. Um, I believe, yes, I believe the diabetes monster bit me because I also have a very long history, family history of type 2 diabetics in my family and type 1. So I definitely do believe because I was diagnosed after losing over 100 pounds. So technically when people are diagnosed and they're obese and they lose a ton of weight, um, it kind of diabetes has a tendency to damn near go into remission. Like your body starts to be able to handle uh, and control and regulate sugar and and insulin again. So um, that's one thing. But um, yeah, if you are going to discuss illnesses that are really heavy in the black community, at least do it without the level of dramatization because it, it continues to put a stigma on a disease that is not always related to being overweight or fat people. Yeah. And then I think even in the episode, like, I think Rich Mama was like, uh, nigga, are you taking care of yourself? Like, isn't it like she was more serious about the about the illness than he was? And he got it. Yeah. Well, I, I think his mom was being dramatic, too. Like, I lost my brother. I lost my this. I lost my that. Like, like I said, like, diabetes, if if you don't have control of it, oh, it, it will eat you from the inside out. It, it messes with your kidneys, your eyesight, your heart, your all that kind of stuff. It it just goes for the gusto. But um typically when that happens, it's those are personal choices. People people choose not to take care of themselves when they when they go through stuff like that because diabetes is one of those illnesses that um even Medicaid covers, you know, Medicaid, Medicare, um quote unquote Obamacare and things like that. And so that's why it's important, uh to to know your health and know what's going on with you, but yeah, he was really fucking dramatic about that. While at the same time, fucking another man's wife. Like, look at your karma. Yeah, Maybe I, you do need your foot cut off, like Big Mama. I was about to say, like, can we discuss this nigga? Can we discuss this nigga? Uh, uh about to tell this man that he uh about to tell what was it Navarro? Yeah. First yeah. of all, why are you acting like? Navarro is Anais' husband. I gotta tell my man Navarro I'm smashing his artist. Right. Who cares? Who cares? I'm like, nigga, I th- I'm like, nigga, how you gonna have a man to man about you fucking another man's wife without the man there? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this is really awkward. Like, let's 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 give it a rest here. Like, Rich, what you doing? What are you doing? Are you being okay? a, no, the being, a being a weirdo? Look, you know you know how much of a weirdo Rich is being. Even Self was looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing?" When yeah, when DJ Self is looking at you like, "Bro, what the fuck?" You have you know that's when you have gone past the point of You have reached peak trash, nigga. When DJ Self is appalled at your behavior. Correct. Correct. So I think that's all I have for Rich. Like. Nigga, like, Rich, what you doing? Are you okay? No, the fuck, you are not okay. You are not okay. Don't don't even try to act like you are okay, are okay because you're not. That's about all I had for Rich. So, um, can we discuss uh, Jacque and Sophia the body? And, uh, and I, uh, oh, we can't really justify it. I would have put her out my house, too. You out of here. I agree. 
that, what? that I, I I just what? you know hey you t- so I have to find out through the grapevine that you're in this nigga's video and that his girlfriend clocked you in your shit while you was in your bra and panties because y'all was looking too fucking comfortable and familiar during this video that you didn't tell me about. I forgive you. I give you another chance. You walk your motherfucking ass in my house with a puppy that this nigga bought you. Let me tell you something. It's not, only two relationships exist where you buy a puppy for somebody. Parents buying their kids puppies and spouses buying their spouse a puppy. Those are the only two th- things where you see people buying puppies. And James ain't, no are, ain't your ain't your uh ain't your mama. So, ain't, no damn, ain't, ain't no damn friend buying you no motherfucking puppy. I've never bought I've never bought a friendly puppy. Ain't no damn ain't no damn such thing as a friendly puppy dog. Look, I don't listen, I don't bought my friends a lot of things. A puppy ain't fucking one of them. No. I've never bought a friendly puppy. So I you I, I, it was just the level of, like she dead ass like didn't see why he was upset. She was like, "You're overreacting." Um, excuse you. Am I? Am I really? Right. I, we are going to start a dialogue. Ain't no overreacting. You tried to play me. Don't you dare walk your ass up in my house with no goddamn puppy. Listen, hey. I just, you know, uh, right in front of my salad, huh? I just so don't play with me. Don't don't play. So I, you you know what I, you know what I I, I see I see why she falling for a lame ass nigga like Jr. Because she a lame. Yeah, I, I I totally get it. Perfect description. A lame deserves a lame because Jacque didn't deserve that. That was the most perfect description you could have given. I, I am so proud of you, friend. We are doing I, amazing already. I, I, I'm doing amazing, sweetie. I, I, we, I'm, I pre- I'm pretty sure when we get to Black King Chicago, I'm going to have some more. But, uh... Because, <laughs> <laughs> nigga... <laughs> you know what? You know what's so bad? Like, we didn't even discuss it in the damn chat. <laughs> usually we discuss the shit in the chat. Now, usually we do discuss it in chat before we get to it. But uh, nah, nah. I I needed to save it. Yes, I, I needed uh, to save it. So, so uh, I think next. Uh, so, uh, how did you feel about uh about uh Yandy uh let Bianca go? Uh, it was probably for the best. Not to be funny, but Yandy been managing Bianca for how long? What have we heard from Bianca? I can't yeah. find a lie, so you know. I mean, yes. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be an asshole, but maybe I am being an asshole, and that's fine. Not, I, I mean, is, is, that but, what call, uh, is that what we call them telling the truth, though? Because I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to find a lie, but I mean, as, uh, I, I, I can't find this. Um, you know, mm, I mean, nope. maybe I got the sugars. Maybe I need. Maybe I got the sugars. <laughs> And I can't see it, but you know. <laughs> hey, you a terrible nigga, man. Hey, nigga hey, said maybe I got the sugars. Hey, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, I you know what, you know what, I think it's for the best because I think as much as we joke on her, I do think Bianca has something. 
I think she got something. I just think Yan did, like we say, Yan had been trying to build an empire since season one, and season one premiered how many moons ago? So, yeah. I, I like Bianca. I think she's feisty. I think she's scrappy. Um, I think she don't take no shit. And that will get her far if she can ever get her career off the ground. I agree. Also, that we also the weird that she had when she was in uh Jacquet's shop. I liked it. She need to keep that. I did like it. I did I, yeah, I as well. Uh yeah, um, yeah, it's for the best. I'm I'm not impressed. Yandy hasn't done anything worthwhile musically. You know, she started a weave business or whatever else, but um Yandy hasn't done anything musically since she and Jim Jones parted ways. I mean, for God's sake, she just ha- she just do the corpse of graph up, for God's sake. Yeah, I still don't understand that, but what then graph? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get that one at all. But I mean, okay, yeah, no, yeah, it was for the best, and yeah. um, I think I'm Beyonce wishing... without um Yandy's and Yandy and her bundles all over the goddamn place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's here's to wishing Bianca uh better luck with a new manager who uh wants to really help her career get off the ground again. Yeah, and not be the centerpiece in the League of Extraordinary Baby Mamas. Correct. Um, now, I think last week we did drag Yandy for pretty much looking like a snake in the grass when that whole Bianca and Jonathan shit happened. This episode, I I still kind of feel that way, but at the same time, she did kind of get Jonathan together uh, when they had their little, little side conversation. So I, I'll give her a, a half a pedal on that. Because she did was yeah. like, nigga, you, because she did, because she, as a matter of fact, you know what, I, you know what, I ain't even gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't even gonna undercut you like that. She did tell him, because she said exactly what we said last week. She was like, you came to uh, a meeting with someone that I consider family, I consider family when I'm working with them on some he say, she say shit and didn't have no receipts. And you can't blame Bianca for feeling the way that she feels. So, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get you into that. She did, because she, she did tell the truth on that. Yeah. I went in front of her on that. Yeah, I went shorter on that. You can have that one. Yeah. You can because, take because, that. Because Jonathan was dead wrong in that shit. Yes, very Spe- much so. Speaking of, speaking of him, though, speaking of him, um, I don't, I, I, I want to say I saw you tweet this from the show page when you live tweeted it on Monday, but shout out to Mona for giving, for actually giving, giving Jonathan a storyline. Uh, yeah. Uh, he has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend is is practicing his music in the church, and Jonathan is like mad because his boyfriend is putting more effort into his music career than a relationship. Let me say this: I understand it. I get it. Somebody like Jonathan, who has a lot of connections in the industry now, um, and he's like, let me help you, let me do this. And the boyfriend is like, no, because I don't want nobody to try to take credit for my success should I get successful. And that is definitely how people behave. I made you. I did this. We saw Anais do that with Jonathan. Yeah. So I I am a – I am – I'm not – upset about Jonathan's storyline I still feel like he is kind of a a snake but I'll see how it how that shakes out because yeah. something about him is rubbing me the wrong way 
Yeah, you can't. I can't quite put my finger on it either. But something, something about him just does kind of rub you the wrong way. But we'll have to see. Like I, I, I hope Mona. I hope this storyline actually goes somewhere. Um, because it has the potential to, and it would really be interesting to see finally Mona giving a a um an openly gay man a storyline, and we actually seeing some some depth to them instead of them just being like the messy gate. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing. Oh, speaking of Bianca, Bianca, shout out to her for not coming, not getting in Jacquey and Sophia's business and just walking away when they argued in the uh, store. Yeah. Progress. Progress. Yes. Yes. Queen. Queen. Uh, from mean to queen. From it. You know what? That might that, that might be the show title. <laughs> <laughs> From me to Queen, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Just saying. Oh, uh, I mean, you did lie. You did lie. Uh, did not lie. So, um, is there anything else worthy of note? Worthy of noting? No, not on Love and Hip Hop. Okay, so that's that's so that's it for Love and Hip Hop. So, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Boy. Oof. 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 So let's just start off the bat that uh Kenya doubled down as usual. Yes. And Cynthia pretty much took Kenya's side and it's like, girl, Cynthia, baby, what you doing? What you doing? Like two things can exist. Like Kim was wrong for starting some shit unprovoked, but also your friend Kenya was wrong too. Like those thing, those two things can exist at the same time, Cynthia. Well, uh, so I don't think they discussed the, the the trans comments on the show unless I missed it. But yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, you're I don't right. Think I they discussed that. They just brought up her bringing up Brielle. So let's. So okay, how that how that started was, uh, Kim, Kim got Kim. on Twitter, added Chrissy Teigen, and said, "Chrissy, I hear your husband's gonna be performing, gonna be in town." Who does Brielle have to blow for us to get some tickets? Yes. Chrissy Teigen responded, uh, I can leave some, I could be sure to get you guys some tickets and uh, let's just relax. Brielle doesn't have to blow in, she doesn't have to do anything for the tickets. Yeah, they did have. So, uh, first off, Kim, you're creepy. Right, because I, listen, listen. That I'm, is creepy. Who, 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 other than you would even, like, what, are you okay? No, the fuck you not. That is creepy, and we're not going to pretend like it's not. Correct. We are. Not, we don't tell lies on this podcast. We're not going to act like that was not creepy as hell because it was. It was really creepy. Like, and it even reading it creeped me out. Like when I first when I saw the screenshots on Twitter, I was like, okay, this is like, pretty I, gross. I am uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty gross. Right, Kim. Kim, you what Curtis always say, Kim. What Curtis always say, you in danger, girl. Uh, Kim, you in danger, girl. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty nasty. Like, so that's, uh, we we'll start there. But uh, Kia, so apparently, also, Brielle has been taking shots at Kenya on social media, mm. and to much to my surprise, uh, Kenya has never responded or or snapped back at Brielle. Which is, which is again, surprising because you, you know Kenya. Yeah, she has ignored her. And Brielle was saying stuff like, how's she going to pay for more manner if she keep buying husbands? 
Right. And also, also shout out to Bravo uh, taking the page from um, from uh, VH1 and uh, Love and Hip Hop and coming with the receipts. And rolling them receipts back. So, um, I understand why Kenya took the shot that she took. Um, it's, it's not right. You know, it's still not right. You know, Kenya's in her 40s, close to 50s, and she's doing shit like that. But at the same time, when you get caught pimping your daughter on social media to see John Legend, I, I guess you get what you get in an argument. I guess, I guess, you know, Kenya rolled that beautiful bean footage on her ass. Kenya's 46. Yeah, she's close to 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like um, you said last week, like that part was. I mean, hey, I mean, it is what it is. It was the transphobic comments that we kind of was like, "Girl, what the fuck?" Yeah, Kenya went on. Um, Kenya went on. Wendy Williams. Yes, she went on Wendy, Wendy Williams, and she she doubled down in those comments, and you know, she didn't mean no harm. She wasn't doing this. She wasn't doing that. And A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P like all this bullshit and and of course she will I mean like I just said we don't tell the tell lies on this on this part on this podcast of course she will go on Wendy's show and double down on that on on a topic like that when Wendy herself has made very transphobic comments about different people herself so yes. It did. Of course, Kenya would go there and double down on her comments, but you know. Yeah, I, um, like I wanted to be shocked, but in in all reality, I just was not shocked that um that that was how she conducted business. Right. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, she um yeah they wrote that beautiful beautiful bean footage on um on Kim and I mean hey she she did. Oh yeah, Kim was lying too, talking about Kim brought up her sick son. No, she didn't. No, she right, didn't. She... Right. It's like, listen, listen. If you listen, it's what like don't put. I think you. Yeah, it's something that you don't said before. Like, don't put extra sauce on shit. Like, if some shit gonna be wrong. Let the shit be wrong. You don't have to put extra sauce on shit for it to be. Yeah, wrong. yeah. You definitely don't. Like, you could feel a way about the comments she made about Brielle without With, like trying to. Them. Yeah, without trying to trying to get extra sympathy and shit, because the shit was wrong. Regardless, it just was you started it, so you got what your hand called for. But Correct. the shit, but the shit was still unnecessary. But you uh trying to add shit that she didn't say, it just make you look even more weird because Kenya wasn't bothering you. So right, you went. She went full. She tried to go full cat. We'll talk about her ass later. Yeah. Uh. So I think that was it for me. Um. So we're gonna talk about uh <laughs> Nene and goddamn Portia. <laughs> yes. First off <laughs> so uh the girls the girls went on a trip to San Francisco and so Portia decided she was gonna come and at dinner, um uh, first of all, Sheree is dating a nigga that's in jail. Uh, right. I mean <laughs> I figured you were gonna let us uh forget that. But if you didn't, I was gonna bring it up. But yeah, <laughs> she, uh, and apparently it's the it's the same dude that her uh, that she and Nene had got into an argument about all those years ago because he was he was spreading he was gossiping between the two of them or some shit. But right. yeah, that guy, whoever I forgot his name, but he in jail and he and Sheree are 
uh, dating and she she really likes him. Uh, best of luck. She, she, best best of luck in commissary to you, Sheree. She ba- she basically dating in DC. Might be for real uh, or Apollo. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about Apollo. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, because he got so many years in jail. I know, right? It's like he, I, I, I know, I, I I know he got a custom made cell. I know. Yeah. So yeah, but so at a di- at the dinner, I guess they call themselves trying to clear the air, and that don't never work. But I think they know that. If you say the words clear the air, it's going to get people arguing. But uh, so Nene and Portia start arguing and Portia's like, Nene, I feel like you mad at me. And Nene like, huh? No, you don't want to talk about the doors closed and you are mad at me. And she like, no, I'm not. You mad at me. And Nene like, no, you're mad. And they're like, no, you're mad. No, you're mad. You're mad. It was hilarious. Really, it was. Hey, like, they, hey, like, they, like they were playing a goddamn game of tag with the word "man." You're mad. No, no, you're mad. No, you're no. mad. No, I'm not mad. You're mad. Hey, yo, you know what it reminded me of? Hey, remember that damn uh, commercial with the uh, with the uh, two women, and they were um, it was like uh, who are you calling the cootie queen? You lint liquor. That's what it reminded oh, yeah. me. Of. Yeah, the uh, the um. The or uh not orbit, what's the name of that goddamn gum? The layers, the gum with layers. Oh shit, 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 shit. Uh when um when tried it, was it? No, nah, I'm about to Google it right quick because that commercial was funny. Yes, it was fucking hilarious. But that's what it reminded me of, but them just going back and forth with the word mad and shit. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. It was orbit gum. Orbit, okay, that's what it was. Okay, orbit. But yes, that would have been Yes, that that was some excellent television. They they argued. Yep, so, yeah, and like so the crazy. So after they got past that that little interaction, Portia is upset that Nene went on uh, Watch What Happens Live and said that if they let Phaedra go, they should have let uh, Portia go. And so that's what sparked off Portia going on the radio on her radio show with the Brat and saying, you know, that Nene was trying to put a root on her. And she was uh she was trying to stop her blessings from coming in and this, that, and the third. And and the fact of the matter is, while Nene is often wrong a lot, she was not this time. Correct. Correct. And pretty much what Nene said was you know, that's what she said on Watch What Happens Live. And so then Portia spent it to saying, Nene's been trying to get me fired from Housewives of Atlanta. Which again, there are a lot of times that Nene is wrong, but in this situation, she was not wrong, and that's not what happened. Correct. You said you so, deserve to be fired for this incident if they was gonna let Phaedra go, and I can't find the lie. I also, also, Nene doesn't really have the juice to get anybody fired. We're talking about somebody who has been on and off the show for umpteen seasons. She right. doesn't have the she doesn't have the temerity and she doesn't have the power to get you fired from the show. Right. Those calls are left purely up to Andy and the production team and whatnot. Right. I mean so, I mean, first of all, Nene doesn't have the power to get her nose right. So I mean, let's start there. No, really, yes. Let's start. I mean, listen, I'm just saying if somebody don't even have the power to get their nose right, I'm pretty goddamn sure they don't have the power to get you fired. I'm just saying. And the fact that you weren't fired is all the more reason to know that 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 rumor is a whole ass lie. Correct. So So, there's that. Right. But which leads me to, I need the rest of the girls to stop being so quiet 
about what the fuck Portia and Phaedra did to Candy. That shit is bothering my soul that they like to sit around with that big ass elephant in the room. Right. It is annoying. You know what? They dead ass treated like how that family member that uh, pretty much everyone knows is a creepy pervert motherfucker. They just don't want to talk about it. Like that dead ass how it comes off. Yes. That's exactly how it comes off. And every time, like, Nene brings it up, everybody want to be quiet. No, it's about time for y'all to have Candy back on this situation. And then y'all always want Candy to sit up in the same space with Portia and shit, and Portia be trying to speak to Candy and shit, talking about, girl, she just not ready to get over it. Girl, she should never get over it. Honestly, I mean, the fact that, the fact that Candy hasn't two-pieced you <laughs> or, or Phaedra, is a goddamn blessing, and you keep trying to trying to have a conversation with her. Are you okay? No, the fuck you are not. Like, no, seriously. And so then, I guess here's here's what really bothers me because I got some pushback about this on Twitter when I when I brought it up. Um, I said that Portia loves to play into the pretty dumb girl stereotype while being while behind the scenes, always being in some malicious bullshit. You got pushback for that? Yes. And I was told that if Phaedra was my friend and she told me something, and would I trust my friend or would I not? Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. Todd and Candy exposed some text messages from Portia where Portia was trying to have a threesome with Candy and Todd. Candy and Todd turned Portia down, right? Right. So, if my friend were to come to me and say, hey, Jack and Jack and Jane are saying that they wanted to drug you and have their way with you, you know, and after I tried to have a threesome with Jack and Jane and they were like, nah, we good, you know what I would say? That's not even true because I tried to have a threesome with them and they wasn't with it. So, why would they be talking about drugging me to have their way with me when I tried to give them this little cootie cat. Correct. Like, yeah. if, if if Portia was really a decent person, she would have called that lie to the carpet the minute it came out of Phaedra's mouth just because she knows for a fact that Candy and Todd wanted no parts of her. Right. Like, keep your integrity. Like, what? Like, I mean, let's listen. Listen. Sometimes your friends can be on some bullshit. And sometimes yeah. your friends can have false information. And this is one of those times. And, and sometimes when that happens, you to protect your own neck. Because listen, sometimes friendships can only go so far. Sometimes to protect your own neck, you have to have a level of discernment and common goddamn sense. Portia did not demonstrate that. She chose to go along with this shit, knowing it was not true in the first place. So, I'm sorry. Listen, no offense, but don't come to me with that. She should believe her friend bullshit. No, you should use common goddamn sense, because sometimes even your friends, and I'm using friends in heavy air quotes, can be on some bullshit. So, that's that on that. If, uh, and and let's, let's, let's take it a step further. If Portia would have Call Phaedra out about that lie from Jump Street. Phaedra might still have a job 
on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Because she would have she would have cut it off at the neck. She'd have been like, that's not true. I try to have a threesome with them and they was like, no, nah, we good. So I know they wouldn't talk about drugging me. And, and whoever you got that from is lying. And that shit would have just been that shit would have just got tossed out with the trash the next day. Exactly. So I mean let's talk about it. Like King no, King Portia she she is complicit in that shit and she that's 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 her across the bell, but she is not a victim in this. She is not Listen, I'm gonna say this, and I guess we can move on. Listen again, King. I mean, not King. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nene. Okay, that's the child name. Nene is wrong about a lot of shit. She ain't wrong about this, and that's just in the words of Kid Fury. That's just really the black ass bottom line. Candy and yes, yes, Candy. I mean, not Candy. Oh uh, shit, I can't even speak to the child Portia. name. Portia. Did not use common damn sense. She no, did not she didn't. Use the, she did not use discernment. She, no, she didn't. She willingly went along with something that she knew for a fact wasn't allowed because. Yes, she did. Listen, I'm sorry, but you're not fin to sit up here and act like I tried. Me and my husband, or me and my wife, tried to uh, or wanted to rape you when you willingly was fin to try to have a threesome with. With us, I'm sorry. That just that, listen. That that bridge is not fin to be built on on this day at this hour on this goddamn podcast. So the fact that Portia even went along with that shit, knowing that it was false, knowing the especially in the climate that we are in, uh, and with as much awareness as people have about um about rape and assault and all this that the third. The fact that Portia willingly went along with that, knowing that it was false, she transferred that shit, and she, that's her across the band. That's just the black ass bottom goddamn line. So yeah, she just gonna have to live with that. Exactly. She just gonna have to deal. Exactly. So, she just gonna have to deal. She's not gonna be able to lie her way through this one. Exactly. So yes, in other words, I do agree with Nene's sentiment that if they let Phaedra go, they should have let Portia go because Portia knew what the fuck she was doing. She knew that what she was carrying around and. And spreading was a, a blatant lie because she had factual evidence to uh, prove otherwise. Those text messages clearly said, uh, we good, we about to go head home and go to bed. She was trying to eat, she was trying to eat the uh, candy coated nights off candy pussy. Correct. Okay. Oh. And use one of her little sex toys and shit. Like, let's cut the shit. I feel oh. like Portia is being dishonest and saying that she went along with it because she did get turned down. Right. So that's that's how I feel about that. Uh that's all I got. That's all I got for Housewives of Atlanta. Right. Uh so <laughs> do you wanna do the the lesser of the black inks for steal the goals and say the coup de gras for last or how you wanna do it? Mm. Uh let's cover let's go ahead and cover the finale and then go into the cause uh Black Ink New York, I got I got some dragon for a couple people just in that first episode. All right. Okay, so Black Ink Chicago finale. Um, maybe the last episode of Black Ink Chicago. So um I think this would be an appropriate time to say this. Uh that Black Ink Chicago gave us theater. All season long. The non stop. N- not all season. Somebody was fighting all season. If it oh. was Cobra. Cobra and Charmaine and Danielle, uh, Don and Ashley, uh, Nikki and Kat, uh, Kat and Ryan and Rachel, 
Lillian Jr., Lillian, Lillian Liquor, Lillian <laughs> and Lily and Baths, Lily, <laughs> Lily and Homelessness, <laughs> Lily and the Cartel, Lily and the Mexican Cartel, uh, Lily yeah. and being a decent motherfucker. Yeah. So <laughs> since we here, let's just get. Lily loves to do some sucker shit and apologize when she's sober. No, bitch. Keep that same energy and go to rehab. I am very, 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 very tired of Lily and her empty apologies. Like, child, please move. Goodbye. Okay? Like, enough is enough. Correct. Um, so, yeah, she apologized to Junior. And, and like a true cuck that Junior is, he talking about, I still want to be there for you, Lily. I do. I don't want to be there for you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let, me, let me tell. Let me tell you something. Lily too goddamn old to be having daddy issues about her daddy, who was probably not killed by the cartel. The nigga is probably in jail somewhere. That's first and foremost, okay? Because I still maintain that if the cartel had my dad killed, I'm not about to be talking about the shit on national TV. Correct. That's why. That's why her damn aunt won't let her see her sister now, because she was like, "You're not finna get us killed, bitch." So, yeah, like I said, the, the Mexican cartel probably like, we ain't even do nothing this time. This bitch wild, and now we got to kill her for lying right. on us. Right. Like, we, we kill for real. Like, we damn, we, we don't kill for, for fun. For fun. We, we, we don't kill for play play. We kill for real. Like, we ain't doing nothing. Like, what you doing? Like, exactly. Hey, hey, cartel's like, bitch, why are you so loud? Exactly. So then, let's just get to the big shit. So Ryan get the cabin. Right, the little lake house for the for them to go after after Don's sister passed. Ryan really was trying to squash the shit and get the shop back to normal. Correct. And uh, so he like, let's get a little lake house. Let's let's barbecue. Let's hang out. Let's let's squash this shit because life too short for me to be arguing with people that I fuck with heavy. Right. No big deal. So the the day is time to go. I guess Ryan ain't get there on time, so they left without him. Right, he said, he, he said him and uh, he said him and Rachel had some family shit come up. Oh, okay. Uh, so he ain't come the same the same time everybody else got there. They thought he wasn't coming. What they do? Invite Cat. <sighs> like I'm trying not to be an asshole about it, but fuck it, be an asshole. Fuck it, Cat did not give a fuck about Nine Meg. When she when she went and opened her own shop last season upstairs from Nine Mag, Cat and Charmaine literally got into a fight about Cat having her own studio upstairs. But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, uh, Cat gotta be in Nine Mag, and you can't keep her out the shop that she ran from and beat your ass for when you when you tossed her goddamn art supplies and her her tattoo shit into the garbage. Come like, with these receipts, friend. Come with these receipts. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to let them make it, but they being so goddamn full of shit that it smell like Lily. Uh, it smell like uh, Van's bathroom after a quesadilla. <laughs> so Van room after some Chipotle. Correct. Ooh. Like listen, 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 listen. They are so full of shit. It makes the Trump administration look like saints. Too far? 
Cool. No, 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 no. It's fine. You're doing oh. amazing, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are so full of shit. Like, I still <laughs> remember, not even, yo, not even last season when Kat moved upstairs to her own studio, but even the season before that, when Kat left the shop and was tattooing somewhere else, this is not the first or second time that Kat has left the shop and left on her own accord. She has, she's had two shops, one right upstairs from Nine Mag, and the one she opened in LA and couldn't afford to keep open. Right. And then when she when she quit the uh in like the first season, Kat has quit Nine Mag every season, literally. Literally Liter- every season. She she quits Nine Mag and goes and tattoos somewhere else and does her own thing. So again, for Van and Charmaine and Danielle to be acting like Ryan is doing Kat some great injustice and disservice by not allowing her to tattoo a nine mag, I am motherfucking confused. They are foolish. First of all, first of all, <clears throat> so I like when we started this podcast, I was new to Black King Chicago. So I had to binge watch and catch up. And I also had to do my Googles. So Queen Rachel brought something up, when, and we'll get to it. But Queen Rachel brought up something when she was dragging everybody, which mwah, magnifique, Rachel. Um, magnifique. One of you our deserve ba- some Chilean sea bass for that drag. With risotto. Uh, lemon caper sauce. And one of our um our biggest uh supporters, um, my girl Tia, she added the show page with a throwback Thursday photo of Ryan and Rachel. And let me just say, uh Rachel been fine. So I completely understand why Ryan's like, fuck this shit. I fucked up and I need to get my woman back because uh let me tell you something. Uh, Rachel been fine in the motherfucker. That's first and foremost. Secondly, Ryan, as my friend, my little friend Candace has alluded to, and like I said, I went back and binge watched and did my, and did my Googles. So, Ryan got the inspiration and the money to do this, the Open Nine Mag from his sister, who was killed um, through um, gun violence. I think Prior to him opening opening up uh, opening up Nine Mag, so he got the money from her and inspiration to open Nine Mag, and also money from his family to open Nine Mag. So not Dan, not Danielle, not Charmaine, not Cat, uh, not uh, Cobra, not nobody literally put down the money to open Nine Mag. Other than Ryan's sister, who is no longer with us, and his mama and daddy. So this whole narrative of we built Nine Mag, no, you simple bitches, you did not build no motherfucking Nine Mag. You put your time in Nine Mag, which is valuable. Totally understand that. But as far as starting this shit from the ground, Ryan started this shit with y'all. He didn't start it. He started He started it and included y'all. He didn't start this shit with y'all because y'all did not put the motherfucking money up to open this motherfucker. Continue, Ken. Oh, Oh, side note. So I just went and looked at that uh, throwback Thursday, Friday. Both these motherfuckers been fine their whole life. Correct. Correct. Hey, Ryan was even fine with braids. Yes. Like, he was even... he was Yeah, both these motherfuckers been fine. Okay, cool. So, yes. Cat uh, Ryan shows up uh, for... Four tells Ryan, like, yo, they invited Kat. Four doesn't really want Nikki, uh, doesn't want Kat around because he has history with Kat, too. So he really, 
he doesn't even want to have to deal with Nikki's crazy bullshit because cat looming around the shop. But right. uh, four tells four uh, the only one, they invi- oh. only one that's been honest. Yeah, he tells yeah. them that they invited cat or whatever, and Ryan like, why the fuck do y'all keep doing this? But cool, since it's, since she coming, let's just. And he even said he was like, cool, we could just air this shit out for once and for all while while we all here. Right. And uh, so Junior, little little pussy whipped ass. Yes. He get he get mad because Ryan was like, "Yo, y'all keep doing this shit, and it's like cool. If y'all don't fuck with me, I, cool, fuck you too. But stop acting like you fuck with me and then doing shit that's against my better interest." And I don't see. And what Junior get mad like, "Bro, I've been had your back. I've been blah blah blah, nigga. Get tough like that with Lily, who been <laughs> sucking dick, in, who probably been sucking plug dick in your in your Jeep Wrangler, <laughs> like." <laughs> Did you say a Jeep Wrangler, nigga? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, look, that shit had me goddamn furious. Because it's like, nigga, you, you have the call, the goddamn audacity to get booked with Ryan. And you willingly letting a motherfucker who has demonstrated countless times that they don't give one single solitary fuck about you Letting her run your ass all over, and you have the audacity to get booked with Ryan over a motherfucker that you just met this season. Boy, if you don't get yo, I ain't never had a bitch with titties this big ass. Shout out to Curtis, ass the fuck on somewhere, Junior. You little cuck. I was yeah. so damn disgusted. I'm like, boy, boy, boy. So, um, speaking of Nikki. Shout out to her and the face that she made when they said that cat was gonna uh, be there. Cause her face, uh, she made the face that um old boy from Insecure made uh when uh when Issa showed up to his uh place looking for uh looking for Lawrence when he mm. said when he, I forget his name is the name Jared. Uh, no. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he she Nikki made that face. Shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. When, when Nikki in her right frame of mind, she is goddamn hilarious. Cause that shit had me fucking rolling. Cause she already knew what time it was. But she look, she took a page from Bianca. She like, I know this bitch is trifling and messy, but this ain't my business. So I'm just gonna stay the fuck out of it and sip my tea. Unless she tried with four, then I got that crazy, but I'm just gonna mind my business. Shout out to Nikki. That was her yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was. So these uh, niggas. So I, I, I know. Okay, so Van, so uh, Don starts off, and he and he's he was being on some positive shit, but it just didn't work out that way. He's like, you know, regardless of what we going to go through in the shop, y'all are like my family or whatever, and you know, I just want us all to be good or whatever. Boom. Uh, I, I know where he was going with it, and like I said last week, I'm, I'm I was picking up what he put down, but it was just like Don. This I, I, I feel you, bro, but this just ain't. This just ain't that. I'm sorry. It <laughs> just ain't that. And it, and the reason it ain't that is because of Guns McGee trying to make this shit a thing. But continue. Right. So, um, Cat is like, well, you get on her damn soapbox. Yeah, she get on her soapbox. Well, I started. We started nine mag with Ryan, and I should be able to tattoo in the shop and do this, that, and the third. And finally, Queen Rachel says, Queen. Hold up. She's like, y'all didn't help Ryan build anything from the ground up. Ryan hired y'all and y'all work together. But stop saying that 
y'all built nine mag from the ground up and she was like because let's be honest if all you motherfuckers this is what she said if all you motherfuckers leave tomorrow ryan's still gonna be there and he's gonna hire new people and not one not one was told no not one person tried to jump buck with rachel like they do with ryan because they fucking the thing is i honestly believe here's the thing Kat was watching her mouth because she knows Rachel will put hands and feet on her. Uh-huh. And Van was watching his mouth because I feel like if ever there was a time when Ryan would turn into the Hulk, it would be if you disrespected Rachel. Uh-huh. So Van got to crying like a fat little bitch. Charmaine crying like a bitch. Kat crying like a bitch. Charmaine, here goes Charmaine. So, I mean, what? What is it? Like, where do we go from here? Like, she's somebody. And you know what Ryan said? She cannot work in my shop. Can we just take a moment to appreciate how calm and how composed Ryan was? Yes, we can. You know, you, you know how he, he reminded me of. Remember when uh, when A one and Marcus read um, Hazel E. Chanel and Chanel oh. filth so eloquently. That's what it reminded me of. Ryan was so goddamn calm, and it made it even more delicious. Bravo, Ryan! Mwah, bravo. Yeah. Uh, so and they. He just added to the theater. Yeah. So everybody get mad and storm off Kat and Charmaine and Danielle. And so then Ryan knock on the door and he's like, you know, can I talk to you, Kat? And he's like, y'all can come too. It don't matter. And so they go and talk. And Ryan. Wait, 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 wait. Can we, can we, can, 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 I wasn't going to let us forget this. Can we talk about Charmaine being full of shit? Talking about she respected Ryan up until this moment? Uh, no. Because we know that's a lie. Okay. I just want to make sure. Continue. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just, you know, you know, just saying. Yeah. But, uh. The little, hey, it's it's hilarious that she had these acting skills here, but then having it in her home movie, but you know. Yeah. So, oh, let's, let's skip, let's not skip over Danielle talking about the shop too toxic. She don't even want to work there no more. Bitch, you got fired and cried bloody murder to come back. Look, flew across the country with no goddamn job. Danielle, when is your crunchy weave having ass gonna quit? That's all I want to know. Right. When when are you gonna stop acting like you fuck with Ryan? Like that's that's like, and that goes for not just her, but shit. Danielle, Van, Charmaine. I like when when are you motherfuckers gonna stop acting like y'all fuck with Ryan? Cause y'all don't at all. Like just just cut the bullshit. Like you motherfuckers don't fuck around, which is so goddamn trash. Because say what you want about Ryan, Ryan has been there for the motherfuckers through a lot. Yeah, a lot. I know you're gonna get to it later, but I just wanted to talk, bring it up real quick. Continue. Uh, we could talk about it now. Ryan is always there for them when they go through stuff. Like we said last week, Ryan was there when Charmaine was having all the financial problems, and he was gonna help her get her car out of impound. He was there uh, for Kat when she had lost some family. They was going through it, and he still showed up. He was there for... He's always been there for Van and his legal issues being in and out of jail. Uh, I don't have too much bad to say about Ford, because Ford pretty much stay out of that shit. He don't be jumping in it too heavy. Same with Don. He really don't be jumping in shit too heavy. Um, But the people that's always disrespecting and talking shit about Ryan... uh, he always had a back, and and Danielle was fucking Ryan. 
Right. Which is so weird to me how Kat is moving because literally she is fucking behind her quote unquote best friend. Like, and also, can we discuss how shady Charmaine is and how she was listing off everybody's cat, cat screwed in the shop? Okay. Like, screw for she fucked four, she fucked Ryan, she fucked Lily, she kissed Van, uh, and, uh she, she fingered Danielle. And Cat was like, and then Cat was like, oh, bitch, I fingered you too, remember? Right. So like, like, yeah, it's just weird that you had fucked all your co workers, right? Or had some type of sexual interaction with them like to me that says that it's a lot more going on with cat than what we see on tv because it is not normal to be fucking all of your co-workers at some point in time right she didn't where you eat especially if if you're not in the sex industry like that's creepy right very 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 creepy and very very very, very creepy, very, very unprofessional. And for someone that tries to paint herself as such the tragic victim, she is very, very um, uh, full of shit. Full of, there you go. So, so yeah, so, so then, yeah, that's how I feel about that. So then we cut to the conversation between Kat and Ryan. And it's how you know that Rachel don't give a fuck about Kat because Rachel wasn't nowhere around for that conversation. Right. So you know. Rachel ain't tripping off no goddamn cat. She just do not care. Right, which is but, why... Uh, Ryan, huh? No, I was just going to say, which is why she is so tired that cat keeps trying to have a woman-to-woman. Like like I said last week, light-skinned light woman-to-woman is over with. It's done. It's canceled. It's canceled. Like, you yeah, know, so. Rachel does not care. Like, you... Uh, who said this on Twitter? I think, I think it was on... Um, I think it was fucking um, Megan. She was like... There's nothing you. There's no amount of woman to woman you gonna have with a woman that decides to 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 keep her a cheat nigga. And it's like, yeah, pretty much like cat. There's nothing that Rachel and then cat tried to throw on Rachel talking about tell t- telling Ryan like tell Rachel what would have happened if you would have stayed. Uh, nothing because he was still gonna go back to Rachel. So like, I don't like. What are you trying to prove, sis? Like, like. Yeah, I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm I'm not trying to like devalue Cat, but based on the situation, you was just really uh, Ryan was just kind of bored and was fucking you. Right. He, he and was. That's pretty much it. Because if Ryan really cared about you, Ryan and Rachel ain't had to get back together. They've been co-parenting for years. Right. So listen, you 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 your your gums were available. And he used your gums to his advantage. And that's just the black ass bottom line. I mean, if you really if if Kat really didn't want to be devalued, she would stop shooting what she eat and fucking all her co-workers. And that's really the God's honest truth. So No, seriously, that's really the truth. So Kat and Rachel Kat and Ryan is having this conversation. And Ryan is like, Kat, I don't have no beef with you. I don't have no ill intent. You brought all this on yourself. Like, he like, how you gonna try to come back and work in a shop with me after you tried to ruin my home life? He like, I understand what happened at the lake house was wrong. I own that. I didn't try to blame that on you. I didn't try to throw you under the bus. I went home. I fixed my relationship. I owned up to my shit. You kept doing this. You kept pushing. You kept going. You kept trying to cause shit. And now you think you're supposed to just be able to come work in my shop and we supposed to be cool again? Ryan was pretty much like, that door closed. Nigga said, everything don't come back full circle like you wanted to. 
He was like, that's the consequences of friends crossing a boundary that they oftentimes shouldn't cross. And he didn't tell one lie. He told a single lie. He told a single ass lie. And he was pretty much... And so, if you remember... Let's go back. Let me take it back a little bit. You remember uh, when this shit first started popping off, uh, Kat was like... Ryan was texting me and saying, like, you could always come back to the shop. You can always have a home at the shop. And so, this is how I know that Kat was lying about the... He was trying to make me his side chick shit because Ryan... Uh, just wanted to go back to being cool after they had fucked for the summer. He right. wanted to get back with Rachel and, and live his best life. Right. He ain't want no relationship with Kat. But he wanted her to know it wasn't nothing crazy and they could still be friends. I feel like Kat let Charmaine and Van put the put batteries in her back to go to Rachel on some woman-to-woman shit when it really wasn't no need to. And she lost her friendship because her and Ryan could have still been friends had she not done that. Right. And again, it what what y'all they were both single at the time yes. they were sitting around. So again, what the fuck is the problem? If y'all were both single, then it's no harm, no foul to anybody. Not to you, not to him, not to Rachel. So what the fuck is the point of trying to keep this shit going? It don't make sense if y'all were both single. It don't make sense. When that shit happened at the cabin, that was wrong because Ryan was doing some shit that he didn't have no business doing with someone that's that not that is not Rachel. And you not absolved of responsibility because you knew that they were back together at that point. So Correct. what the fuck is the problem? Like cat just full of shit and guns and that's just the black ass bottom line. Correct. Yeah. And so uh, after that, you know, like I, like Ryan said, he was like, we cannot go back to being cool after how you've been carrying it on, carrying on and conducting yourself where my personal life was involved. Like, again, like, like I understand how Ryan feels. It ain't like he, I don't think Ryan's a shame of fucking cat, but the fact of the matter is, is why was that the shop's business? Exactly. First like, of all, just for, just for, just for cat's own, like being, why the fuck would you want everybody to know that shit? You know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's no type of, it makes no type of, of professional sense for someone to be, and like we said, she is the, probably the best tattoo artist on the damn show. Why yeah. professionally would you want that shit, like, even in, in your in your vicinity? Like, why would you even want to entertain some messy shit like that? Why would you want to keep making this a thing when it didn't have to be? And you know what? It's something that other people have said. I think you have said it. I think Curtis has said it. She is in love with Ryan and really just don't want to admit it. And she feels that Ryan made a mistake getting back with Rachel instead of her. That's the only goddamn thing that makes sense. Yeah. No, Kat is in love with Rachel. I'm not even trying to be funny. Right. But on some, um, on some, you know, on some respect type shit, right? Why would you want to work in the shop with somebody who you swear has disrespected you and treated you like shit? Right. It it don't make sense. It like unless you are head over heels in love with them, they're gonna try to convince them that they should be with you versus whoever they with. Right. It's like Kat is really just on some the boy is mine type shit with Ryan and she don't want to admit it to save face. At all. That's just it. Because it don't make no goddamn sense. Why would you even make yourself look fucking stupid like this? Like what? Exactly. It it was weird. 
she really has made no one in this situation look foolish but her goddamn self. Yep. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. She is a whole ass weirdo. And <laughs> hey, you hey, you got fed up and added her ass from your on your personal page. She was like, bitch, what is you doing? <laughs> I saw that. I was like, Candace fed up. She she didn't tweet her. She didn't wait till I got finished live tweeting and tweeted from the show page. She was like, nah, I got to talk to this bitch on my personal account. I needed to know. <laughs> I, I needed her. I needed Kat to know that she conducted herself in a manner to which she did more harm than she did helping of herself. And that's and, just that was honest truth. And I also wanted it to be known that uh, Charmaine and Van and Danielle is not her friends because they they put that battery in her back to do all that shit all season long, mm-hmm. all season, all season they was keeping that shit going, mm-hmm. and now shit all fucked up. When it didn't have to be, yeah, like, it truly it truly didn't have to come to what it came to. That like that's the big takeaway from all of this. Like it did not have to come to this. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It was another way to go. And I knew, I knew she was letting Charmaine and Van and Danielle put batteries in her back because I remember when the shit first started, she said that she hadn't spoken to Ryan directly. She just brought up some text messages. So you did all this going to woman to woman shit and all of this. And you hadn't even had a conversation with Ryan to say, you know what? I feel like you kind of treated me like shit. Which would have been perfectly logical because again, he did not tell Cat that he had got back with Rachel and we have been consistent. That was fucked up. Yes. Correct. But the extra shit is where the fucking problem lies. Mm-hmm. And now you up here looking stupid and looking um like the, the young in, 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 the, in the gummy. So, I mean, hey. It is young, it is. young dummy full of gums. Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Uh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's 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 that on that. Um I hope I hope this is they last um season uh I think you say Ryan Henner that did the season last season because he won't control his shot back and God God bless him and God speed because this shit is goddamn ridiculous. And if he get control of his shot back, fire every goddamn body except Donna for and in Cole. Yeah. Yep. Oh, if if they name ain't Cobra, Four, or Don, five ever goddamn body. Fuck these niggas, because they have shown you that they don't give a fuck about you, and will throw you under the bus and act like shit is sweet when it's not for their own personal uh, bullshit ass right. Correct. Yep, I'm with you. So. And also, um, if it's not, if Ryan come back next season. I'm already predicting that Kat gonna open her own shop in Chicago and Charmaine and Van is gonna leave to go to that shop. And then we gonna see that 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 take off. So mm-hmm. I can already see it. And I think you said uh they gonna you can already see them trying to uh make uh four and Don and them choose between uh them and Ryan. You already know four uh four ain't because Nikki ain't Nikki still don't fuck with cat that heavy. Right. So you already know that's a dude. Yeah, we know that's done for. And you know, uh, you know, Don ain't going nowhere for not. So Right. That's that. Exactly. So But uh yeah, I 
that's what I'm kind of foreseeing. And what's going to happen is uh, it's going to be just how, like, Black Ink was when uh, when uh, Puma and Sassy left. Those motherfuckers slid right into oblivion. We ain't, we ain't seen them since. Right. Are, are they still with us? Do not care. Well. <laughs> they both look dirty. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you didn't lie about that. So, I mean, yeah. so that's that's kind of what I I am uh, foreseeing next season. But uh, Black Ink Chicago cast, this is one for the record books. Yeah, y'all, y'all, listen, y'all have been the real MVPs and providing us with theater. And for that, you do get a standing O from me because, bravo, this has been one hell of a drama-packed uh, season. And you have provided us with a whole heap of content and provided us fodder for these jokes. And we thank you for that because you motherfuckers can put on the show with some goddamn drama. Because, God, because, boy. Woo. Boy, we thank you. We thank you because you motherfuckers had some shit every damn episode. That is a every, that is a feat. That is an accomplishment that we have not seen since Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yes, yes, they are. When Stevie, when Stevie and Jocelyn was together and terrorizing Mimi, like when Stevie proposed to Jocelyn and Mimi at the same damn time. With at the same time, while he was playing the piano, with with quote unquote friendship rings. Friendship rings, like boy. <laughs> Like so, so pat yourself on the black, black, on the back, black in Chicago. You you provided that kind of level of theater, and that's yes. a, so. Bravo. We we are truly in your debt. Yes. And to cap <laughs> it all off, so black ink, uh, the normal black ink. So, uh, boy, fucking Caesar, boy, <laughs> you. <laughs> You can get everything but go to a dentist to get your goddamn teeth together. Okay? I'm going to tell you, I'm uh, I'm going to be thor- uh, thoroughly annoyed uh, with this season because uh, so one, uh, Duchess got in contact with Skye's, one of Skye's sons that she gave up for adoption. And he was in the shop Basically saying he don't want to have nothing to do with Sky ever. And that is fair enough. Uh, Duchess is trash for that. Yeah. Like, I think uh, I um, tweeted this from the show page, and I'll reiterate it here. Um, it's one of those things where it is perfectly okay for that child to feel the way that he feels about Sky. Uh, yes. But for... Duchess to involve some very exploited right to for Duchess to exploit it because she don't fuck with the shop or Caesar or you know any of them anymore. That is trash. That is unacceptable. There's no defending that. Again, feel how you want to feel about Sky. It's Sky so perfectly it's fucking Sky. So <laughs> perfectly okay to feel the way about Sky because Scott, leave yeah, some, it's Scott. Scott yeah. trash in general. Right. Leave some personal shit like that, like some real life shit like that. Out. What 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 made it so weird is that we heard about Duchess and his miscarriage for at least the last two to three seasons. Right. So for you to involve yourself in something like this on a malicious level, it just makes me wonder if that girl is really all there. Right. Like I am not. 
with the playing with people kids shit. I don't care how much I don't like you. Your kids are off limit to me. Agreed. And that is just what it is. Uh, I'm not about to suck and jive with you about it. Um, you don't have any business discussing people's kids. You don't have any business tra- tracking down somebody's kid that they gave up for adoption and, and getting them to speak negatively about the parent. Correct. That is um, extreme levels of trash to me, and it Agreed. was highly uncalled for. Agreed. You will get no argument from me here because uh, that was that shit was trash, dog, and it's unacceptable and it's really indefensible. So that's. Yeah, the, and then that's trash on that. And then to compile to compile Duchess being trash in that regard, she is going to add on to that trash by doing some shit that nobody asked for. And apparently, she has recorded a this song to uh, aimed at Caesar and the shop and everybody else. First of all, Duchess, nobody asked you for this shit. What's so creepy to me about that and this and her and this animosity is that. She broke up with Caesar because she thought he cheated. And when she found out he didn't cheat and she tried to just, you know, hey, big had him. And he was like, hey, nah, she all of a sudden has all this animosity towards him. It's very, very strange. Because you was just trying to get back with him. Right. And once he say I'm cool on that, then he all this other shit go. Then he stole from you and. He used you, and he like, girl, girl, Duchess, go put on some Carmex, sit the fuck down. <laughs> yo, 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 why her lips so goddamn? Yo, dry all the time. This uh, this guy say that in the episode? Yeah, because she, she ain't drinking enough water. Right, that's why she doing Duchess, so. Go drink some water in my and and sit down and be a lady. And be pretty in pink and ink and whatever the fuck you call yourself doing. Because right about now, you look like a psycho. Right. And that shit ain't cute and that shit ain't cool. At all. You don't play with folks like that, man. That's some that's some, that's some. some real personal shit. Like, Sky's a lot. And again, it's fucking Sky. So, listen. No, listen. It's easy to have issues with Sky, but not with no shit like that. That's some shit you don't play with. You don't win anything by stooping that low is what... <clears throat> it it says to me. Exactly. There's there's no nobody wins when you stoop that low. Nobody um, nobody wins when the family feuds. Yeah. So that that's what's so crazy to me. And then um we just said it, Sky, you are kind of trash. Let me tell you why. So on top of Sky kind of uh bending the truth on these kids and the adoption. Uh, because one, remember we thought they were twins. We thought she got pregnant, had twins, gave them up for adoption when they at birth. Mm-hmm. So it it came out that she gave them up for adoption when they were three or four. So she had been raising these kids so they could possibly have memories of her. Right. And she then gave them up for adoption, and it was two separate pregnancies. Uh, last season when the one the one dad popped up, he alluded to the fact that she forged his signature on the adoption papers because he never signed the adoption papers. And so... So that's a level of trash. And so then insult to injury would be you trying to force your way back into the lives of the kids that you gave up for adoption when they were three and four and doing so while you are recording a reality TV show. 
you didn't even have enough wherenthal to try and handle this when you guys are not filming and in production. Right. Just so that these kids could have some privacy and don't have to share with the world the pain of uh, their birth mom trying to establish a relationship after giving you up for adoption. Like, that sounds tragic to deal with with no cameras around. Now you want to do this in front of VH1? Girl, fuck you. Right. Exactly. So, again, easy to have issues with Sky because she does shit like this. This is truly trash. <clears throat> if it wasn't... Yeah, you- if it wasn't for Drea out cooning this week, you would get the truly trash award. You definitely would. Like, that's why it's so weird how Duchess is moving because you definitely did not need to try to establish no contact with her birth, her biological kids. She looks like trash on her own. Now right. you look like trash with her. Right. So a, 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 a trash duo. Truly trash runner-ups. Right. Trash square. Uh... Somebody get Carly Red the fuck out of here. Somebody go get that bitch some. <laughs> somebody go get Carly Red some Metamucil and get her the fuck out of here. I did not expect her to be on the first fucking episode. And being mad at C's when you wasn't giving him no pussy. Exactly. Girl, bye. Now, are, are you okay? No, the fuck you are not. Carly just be trying to keep a check coming in. And if that's what it is, just say that, honey, and stop all that bullshit and you doing. Right. Like, let, it is what it is. You need that check so you can continue to get work done and it'd be horrible work. And to get work done on your ass that don't even move when you dancing. Exactly. And when when you out here misrepresent, I'm still mad that she did that horrible ass dancing and talking about I'm Jamaican. We sexual like that. Bitch. You Girl. You faking. You faking. <laughs> you was an asshole. That's what the fuck you is. You're a whole <laughs> asshole. A whole Brick booty having asshole. Uh-oh. All that goddamn cement in your butt cheeks. The old flex that <clears throat> ass. Like you gonna like who who done had work done and it looked really good. Oh, rubber cement booty having ass. Um fucking uh Bernice Burgos has had yeah. work done and she looks fucking fantastic. Uh Miracle Mon- Watts. Monisha's titties. Uh, Mo, these titties do look good. Miracle Watts has had work done that looks good. Um, who else? Uh, Sky even went to Dr. Miami and her work looked decent. Yes. So Carly, <laughs> Carly, Carly should have uh, went to get uh, the day doctor instead of being so goddamn missing. Maybe her work was up here. Just Carly is just she's a, she's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, she is a mess. Yes, literally and figuratively with the shit she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Teddy is jealous of C's. Uh, I, I can see that. I can see that. I feel like I feel like he is jealous of C's. The thing here's the thing: you guys have been breaking y'all necks to be the manager of the shop, and when it's time to be a manager and manage shit going on at the shop, you running and crying to C's for him to come back to New York. That is not how being a manager works. That's true. The renovations thing was, I feel like they blew it out of proportion. I feel like if Mel was keeping tabs on the renovations like a manager should, she would have known that shit wasn't getting done. And then she would have reached out to season and been like, hey, what should I do? Like the, the construction people, the renovations aren't done. You know, what do you want to, where do you want to go from here? You are a manager and stayed away from the shop completely for various weeks 
and did not check in on any of the progress when you know that the shop owner is traveling around establishing other shops. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I do feel seasons wild, but in this situation, I agree. Um, I, I do and I don't. I feel like when you've been in a shitty relationship for so long, you about to just do everything you want to under the sun. I also feel like uh, C's is getting a chance to enjoy his uh, latest successes because uh, C's has, he has the two shops in New York. He has the shop in Atlanta. He opened up a shop in Orlando because I have a cousin who went to the shop opening. He got pictures with all of the black ink cast. So um, I just feel like, when you've been struggling for so long, like C's has, and like we saw him struggling to pay child support, struggling to keep the shop open, and to going from having one shop you were struggling to keep open, to now you able to establish four, and they all doing very well, um, I'm not mad at it. Enjoy it. And if you beg me to be a manager, manage my fucking shop. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree that they, they need to... Now, now, I don't know. I'm going I'm to keep a... I'm going to put an asterisk next to C's and see what other shit he gonna be getting into cause you're right he might be wilding though Yeah, but it's hard to tell from the first episode if he was wilding or just enjoying life and enjoying himself Yeah. so so we gonna keep a we gonna keep an eye on that and see if he really wilding or if or if he just really enjoying the fruits of his labor that's fair uh, uh, so yeah we we gonna keep the spotlight on C's and his bullshit and see if it's actually bullshit or Teddy just being jealous yeah, that's fair. That's 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 pretty fair. And then uh goddamn Donna. Donna <laughs> hey, Donna got a man who look like he take baths. Uh, listen. Now he gotta do is convince her to take one. Right. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> I was thinking it, but I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> that funny pool. <laughs> <laughs> London know you wildin'. But I am glad that Donna has somebody who's actually treating her right. Uh, Donna's storyline is going to be interesting this season because uh, she got that phone call claiming her ex is getting out of jail and he's going to beat her ass, her new boyfriend ass, and all this other shit. Uh, I think the good thing about being married to a nigga in jail is he can't contest the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> So she divorced him and got the hell on. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so I'm interested to see what his family is about because his sister is about to get on national TV and lie about her brother being abusive. And I'm not here for that. Yeah, that's Because right. we could tell by the way he talked to Donna during a jail calls that he's abusive. Right. Even And in the preview, she like... In the preview, you tell Donna, like, well, that's my brother. What the fuck you expect? Um, be honest. Be honest. And Your like, brother is a woman being piece of shit. That's what I expect you to do. Be honest. Right. Like I like like I said earlier, have some goddamn integrity. Listen, because speak like people, you know, when we had these conversations on social media about like abuse and challenging abuse and like, like, what would you do if someone you love or your significant uh, or your brother, your sister, or whatever was uh, being an abuser, uh, have some motherfucking integrity. And be like, I'm calling the police and on just, you. You beat me goddamn to it. Listen, uh, we, we stop being family the moment you decide to be a terrible human goddamn being. And, yeah. 
and that's really just a black ass bottom line. That's just, that's just what the fuck it is. And you like, can say what I, you want to say. Be mad, but oh well. Right. Listen, if you didn't want me, if you didn't want me to turn on you, then you could act like you had some goddamn sense. And that's just where we gonna leave it. Cause I'm not listen. I'm not like some of these other people where I'm gonna act like wrong is a wrong just because we. Can. Nah, motherfucker. No. Nah, that ain't that ain't how this works. I I have some more integrity about myself. If you a goddamn abuser and you kin to me, then we ain't kin no more because your ass decided you want to be a goddamn abuser and have not only yourself out here looking stupid because you a goddamn abuser, having our family out here looking stupid because we are related to a goddamn abuser. And fuck that shit. So yeah. yeah. So fuck fuck uh fuck Donna's ex husband. His, her, his, the ex-husband, sister, the ex-husband, friends, and anybody else who's trying to cover up his bullshit. Yeah, you tell him, fool. <laughs> tell him. Yeah, you tell him, stinky. You tell him. But yeah, so I feel like that's really all I got for Black Ink New York this season. But the first fight's supposed to break out next episode. So Correct. Yeah. Because we can't really we can't really call the, that mariachi um band that came into the shop a fight. Hey, no, nah, that ain't no fight. That shit was just petty. Yeah. And well, we all know Duchess is a petty bitch, so Right. Yeah, that's that. But yeah, that's all I got for this week. Yeah, that's all I got too. And I think uh L- London is letting us know that it's all for this week. <laughs> so yeah, London said that's it. Right. But uh and, uh, and keeping it with the huh? I was, oh, I was just, I was just uh, saying you can go ahead and take it back. Uh, uh, London, please. That, that, nothing. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, since, since Gums McGee is gonna be gone for a while, uh, now that we've moved on to Black Ink New York, uh, govern your dental work accordingly. Because everybody on that show is missing a tooth somewhere in their goddamn mouth that shouldn't be missing. I can't find a lot. Uh, These the only niggas I know that's been had everything but they wisdom teeth pulled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? On that note, I think that's a good way to close it. <laughs> um, and we will see y'all next week. And we are out. We are out.